Hello, and welcome to the Reasonably Effective Podcast. This is episode 31. It will, should actually be coming out before episode 30. Um, we're going to talk about the results of Worlds this, in this episode, and we weren't sure with the timing of things if we could actually get the episode recorded before the upload de- time on Monday. But because of the time zone difference in Japan, we're able to do that. So we're just going to 31 comes before 30. And this podcast is brought to you, as usual, by myself, Uncommon Fossil and 10 Types. Why don't you say hello? Yep. Hello, everyone. So um, we'll just jump into things because we've got a few different things we'd like to talk about. We'll see how much of this we actually get through. So we want to talk about live for a few minutes. Um, people might not want to hear about live. It's been another rough week for live, I would say. Um, not the worst week for live, but you know, a, a worst week they've had in a while. So um, Obsidian, there was an update this week that came out on the Tuesday to get ready for Obsidian Flames, Obsidian Flames. Obsidian's uh, same. Obs- exactly. Well, that, that might be how it appeared in Pokemon Live. But yeah, Obsidian Flames came out in the game, and then that Thursday, and it started Thursday, depending on what your, what your time zone is, sometime on Thursday. And then within an hour or so, I think you couldn't get matches in Live, right? You had problems with that, correct? Uh, yeah, I think it was like, I'd say around... 50 50 if you could find matches um i was like recording videos and i was having a really hard time i was like super frustrated i did some live streaming it was really bad because live just wasn't working at all um you could you could build decks which is working as well as it usually does which is okay i guess yeah um deck builders not great uh yeah and then you couldn't like find matches super easily um and then a lot of the other glitches, for example, the the white box of doom that like shows up when you, I don't know, it's like the rewards and it's just nothing. And then the game like glitches and then some double pairs you. Um, and by the way, don't try to go into multi. If the the box that white box appears that says you got rewards but nothing appears, um, when you're say trying to start a game, yeah, don't start another game. Wait till the game starts. Um, oh, is that why you? you that's how you double match. Yeah. Now that yeah, white... if you press match and nothing happens, mm-hmm. and you press it again, it's actually matching into multiple games. You just okay. need to wait. Just be... I don't get that box. I do occasionally get the one for rewards that shows nothing, but it's only, for me, it pops up after a game. Yeah, I can show different times. I, I, I haven't had it like um, going into a game myself, I don't think. So, um, yeah, I mean, there was a period there when I couldn't find any matches, and then it was slower for matches. So, um, and because now on the forums, they have to, they approve a lot of the posts. Um, you know, I tried posting and nothing, you, you know, it wouldn't show up and it wouldn't show up any comments from anybody about it because they weren't approving them, which is unfortunate, right? I'm sure a lot of people were having the problems, but it was kept, uh, quiet because of that. I ultimately sent a support ticket just because they need to know this is, these problems are going on. Hopefully it, it, it more people do that. Hopefully it moves it quicker. So. Anyway, it got sorted out eventually. They did put a, a notice that they knew the problem and later that it was fixed, and I think it is fixed. Um, I think it was just too many people using it with, with, with the, uh, the new set coming set. out. Yeah. Because cause it wasn't really, I don't think it was updated to the, related to the update, it ju- at least not just that, because we didn't have issues on Tuesday. So, or maybe the new cards being in the game were causing some glitch, I don't know. Um, yeah, oh yeah, and then this is, um, since I've been playing, they have not gotten both of the ladder decks right. Um, the first yeah. set was, um, well, Lugia, was it? I believe Arkea it was, was the Lugia Yeah, deck. no, the first one that I was in um, yeah. was uh, Gardevoir, and that didn't work. I don't know if it works now. I think it does, but... Yeah, at um, least mostly. Not sure. 
if not. Yeah, fully. but mostly isn't really. Oh, well, like there are two major. There's the one where it would, like crash the game, and the one where it wouldn't like like yes. accelerate energy. Mm-hmm. Both which are pretty important. Then the next yeah. one was Ting Lu. That one yeah. also crashed the game. So I guess they're moving up. Uh, the new one, Toad School, just doesn't like work right. Yeah. Um, how it works is a bit confusing, uh, but it doesn't work right. So um, right, the damage calculation is yeah. wrong. I, as far as I know, I've never seen less damage than you're supposed to, but it's often more. It's a little unclear what it does. You're supposed to have energy attached to the bench. It seems like it, it, it counts the active sometimes, which you shouldn't do. And I think as long as you evolve a grass Pokemon, it counts it with, without grass energy on it, which it's not supposed to do. But it's, I don't know, something's not quite right. So, yeah. I, I'm wondering um, because this bug doesn't break, you know, it's not the best deck in format, even with buff damage. I, I wonder how long it's going to take before they fix it, right? Because it's not yeah, but crashing it seems, the game and like, stuff. Yeah, it seems like they don't test anything, though. Like, if they, they literally give you, there are two cards that need to get work right, and they've yeah. never succeeded at that. Um, right. Which is pretty sad. Like, you, there, there's literally, like, like two things you have to do, right? And they're, they're you know, sometimes, I, I get, there could be complications. Yeah. Um, but that's your job to fix, <laughs> their job to fix the complications. Um, and, like, I, I don't know, it seems like they don't test them, or maybe they test them, it doesn't work, they just post it anyway. Um... And of course, there's a deadline, so um, there 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 would be will be times when you just can't fix stuff in time, which I get. But um, they should like at least like kind of know what they're doing. Yes, there should be some testing. It seems like there's not, and probably they just don't have the team. The developer team team is too small, and I'm guessing they're just stressed stretched to their maximum to just get it out, right? Get some code typed in, and no testing. Yeah. Now they could open it up. You know, they could have volunteers for some beta testing for these updates and and i think they'd find volunteers for that too you know for a day or two before but whatever they yeah they need to get things together they haven't i do want to mention i've hopefully you've all everyone's figured out by now but the newest update was a little weird you had to go back to the pokemon live installation page and click the download button which i'm showing on my screen now but for either windows download or mac download depending on what type of computer you have and do that it, the game didn't up, update itself automatically which they did announce but it, it still threw a lot of people off so um yeah it, it's very strange because you download it without you download the same thing that you already have downloaded but you just do it again like right. replaces it I, I don't i'm assuming it works right um, it is strange, though. You're right, and some people did have to uninstall it. Uh, oh, they did. Okay. Yes, I, 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 they, Pokemon said that some people might, and I've, I heard reports of people that did have to do it. So, and anyway, hopefully you've got it working now. Um, the other thing I just want to say in live, I don't know if you have anything else to say, but uh, 151, which you talked about the trainers in the last episode, or no, in a future episode. I apologize that we ha- we recorded it, but we haven't uploaded it. Yeah, uh, um, we can see the future. We're, we're magic. Yes, <laughs> but not the not the TCG. We're just the Pokemon TCG. Um, One fifty one's coming out in a, a few weeks, and um, the battle it's not gonna the battle pass doesn't reset for that because that's a special expansion. So I think you, any cards you're gonna want you're gonna have to craft or buy packs in the store. So just if you're a budget player, save some resources for it because you're gonna want some of those cards, and it will make things a little more expensive in general. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a few other things. Well, I think the yeah. biggest issue, there are a number of issues, mm-hmm. um, but one of the biggest is going to be is that they just don't communicate with the, the audience. Yeah. Um, and then I think it's time we, we bring up Twin Leaf as well, okay. uh, run by Dan Tatum and some other people, and they have not communicated either, which is really bad. Um, That's true. Like it was, 
I, I understand like the idea had like a lot of hype and then they just like stopped talking about it. Uh, they made a few changes, um, yeah. but very few. So, um, and a lot of them are actually them like taking information away, which is kind of weird. Um, so we'll, we'll see where that ends up. If it ever ends up getting out right now, it looks like it, it's not going to end up being a thing because like, obviously it's going to take time, but they've literally just been silent about it. Um, yeah, as far as I good. know, I've, I've had, um, I've tried, I've looked into it as much as I could, um, and essentially nothing's happened. So um, that's a bit unfortunate. Um, but live will possibly be adding and expanded. Um, and do you want to talk about uh, the new reveals? I think that now's a good time to talk about those. The reveals from uh, that were done at Worlds. You mean? Yeah. Is that with with the new types of cards? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll just introduce it. So okay. um, at Worlds, there's a video. You can actually watch it. I think I bit a video where I watched it on my channel. You might have as well. Yeah, it's like two and a half minutes, I think, the video itself. And you watched it on your channel? Yes. Not? Uh, not, no, not on okay. my channel. I didn't. Okay. But um, you can check that out. Um, and it's about these new the Paradox Pokemon. So um, they are similar, very similar to Battle Styles, it looks like. Um, I guess they, well, they uh, are either ancient or future Pokemon. They have little tags on them. Okay, uh, hang on. Because I talked, they talked about Paradox Pokemon, and they talked about Ancient and Future, which so the Ancient and Future are the Paradox Pokemon. Is that correct? They never because uh, there was no word said. They just showed text, so I wasn't sure that those are the Paradox Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the Paradox Pokemon isn't exactly it's the mechanic as in battle style is the mechanic. Um, battle styles yeah. encompasses um, rapid fusion and uh, single strike. Um, Paradox encompasses Ancient and Future. Uh, additionally, uh, Great Tusk and Iron Treads are also Paradox Pokemon, but they're not getting these. Uh, as of now, they, we haven't seen reveals of them getting um, Paradox Pokemon. There are a number of ones that haven't gotten cards Paradox Pokemon yet. We mm -hmm. only saw six. Um, and in right. the new DLC for the video game, if you've seen, I believe there are some new um, Paradox Pokemon. They're very strange. The one they just made, like, the neck longer. And then um, they turned, like, Raikou into a giraffe. And then... Um, uh, I don't remember what the other one was. It might have been. Uh, I, I don't know. It was maybe Capellion, or it was one of the Swords of Justice. Um, and then yeah, so we got six here. Do you want to read them, or should I read them? Um, sure. I'll, I'll start. So these are these are on the ancient. Like you said, it's similar to battle styles. Um, with the we had rapid and single first, which then makes me wonder later in the year will be a third type like they did with Fusion Strike. It's just a yeah and. Um, rapid single strike where mechanics in the video games and ancient and future are mechanics in the are, are things in the video games. I don't know if mechanics is the right term. Uh, but then fusion strike, as far as I know, was not a thing in the video game. So it would huh. not be crazy if they just introduced something new in the TCG. Okay. So so the so the first card I think here is Screamtail. This is the ancient uh, card or type or whatever it is. Yeah, and I'll have you guess. Do you know name? Do you know what Pokemon this is supposed to be like? Uh, Jigglypuff. No. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I, did you? I, what? So good. Yeah, I, I, I know a couple Pokemon, and that happens to be <laughs> one of them. So, it's uh, Screamtail. It has two attacks, highly underwhelming. Now, all of the ones that were revealed are basic Pokemon. This one's okay. Well, it does slap. Does thirty for one energy. So I guess that's not bad for one energy on a single prize basic. Uh, livable, searchable, at 90 HP, and then Roaring Scream. This is the attack that's useful for two energy psychic colorless. It does 20 to one of your opponent's Pokemon for each damage counter on this Pokemon. So I guess you want to pair it with um, 
Gardevoir Gardevoir. EX because you got to get damage counters on. You can get 80 damage on it with Gardevoir. Um, That's the most you can get on it anyway. And then you're doing 160 and you can hit the bench with it as well. So it it, it goes, you know. And you can buff HP with some other things, one of which we might talk about later. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, Charm of Courage is is one thing, right? It's a basic. Bravery Charm. uh, Exactly. It's what I said. So sometimes the internet confuses things when it goes out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let me kind of hit the the, uh, ancient ones. If that's okay, kind of break it yeah, up. And yeah. then you can hit the future one. So that was, I think, the first one. Let's see. I have Brute Bonnet. Yeah. Do you know which one this one is? No. Why don't you go and tell us? It's, it's Amoongus, everyone's favorite. Um, oh, it's Amoongus. Okay. Yeah. And, and ancient, and, and it's got the thing in the corner. Anyway, if you look, you can look it up. If Yeah, you, if they look really cool. I think they really look really cool. If you haven't seen them, check them out. They look awesome. Yeah. So, um, and, and I... Th- and these are coming out in Paradox Rift, I think, by the way, right? Which has been announced as the next official set, I believe, for the world outside of Japan. Uh, yeah. I mean, not count, right, not counting 151, which is a special yeah, set. Yeah, 151 so, will be next, then we'll get Paradox Rift. Yeah. So, so the ladder will reset for for these, and we will we'll see what you know what decks we get in the ladder, and we'll get packs and all that all that good stuff. So this one's got an attack and an ability. So the attack this is a basic 120 HP retreat cost of three. Um, it, it does. Rampaging Hammer, 120 for Dark, Dark Colorless, and during your next turn, this Pokemon can't attack. So that attack is pretty underwhelming, I would say. But then it's got the ability Toxic Powder. Once during your turn, if this Pokemon has an Ancient Booster Energy Capsule attached, so we don't know what that is, but that is a tool for Ancient Pokemon, I assume, that does something to boost damage. Yeah, well, presumably it's a tool. It energy. could be an energy, though. Oh, that's true. It could be either. Um, but so that, and that, that lets us know it's something like these battle styles, right? Where you had the battle size Pokemon, then you had battle style trainers and such, you know, single or rapid strike, and then you have the trainers that go along with it, right? So it'll be something similar. And they had energies as well, including fusion strike, as you mentioned there. So, and then you may make both active Pokemon poison. So that's what the ability does. Um, the ability is, you know, I'm not sure how excited I am about this. Maybe there's a deck I think it's that, okay. that it wants gets, it. It's kind of like free damage. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you poison yourself. You can retreat out, and it's not that hard to do. Um, right. Uh, and then also, one thing to say, in the video game, there's a the t- uh, an item or a tool. I don't know what they're called, mm-hmm. uh, but it's called booster energy. Uh, so, one, it's not going to just – it doesn't end with energy because presumably I, I don't think it's an energy. It could be an energy, but if it ends with energy, obviously you'd think it's an energy. Right, but um, it's a capsule. And, yeah, and then well, it's an end, booster energy capsule. They stuck it on the, the end. But then ancient yeah. means mm-hmm. that this one works with ancient. Uh, I believe in the video game they were both – the, the same, but then there's presumably going to be a future booster energy capsule, um, and I'm assuming we'll just buff the stats in some way. Uh, but I, I could be wrong. Right. Well, in in like with the battle styles, rapid and single strike, like they had the mustard rapid and single, but most of the other trainers were not identical between the two, right? Uh, no, but most of them had a lot. There were a number of parallels. Right. There's there a parallel stadium, one. Right. There were the scrolls. Um, yes. Yeah, so it'll have something similar. So the, the card itself is, I, I'm not overly excited, but it lets us know a little bit of more information through that ability. And then let's say, and there was a alternate art. Is that, oh no, well, there's an EX Pokemon. I think they showed an alternate yeah. art for it too, but um, you can check that out if you wish. Obviously, we're a podcast, so that's not the point. And then it's a basic EX here, dark type. Once again, 230. This is Roaring Moon EX. Yes, Roaring Moon EX. Um, and it's got two attacks, so let's see, frenzied, frenzied Gouging for Dark, Dark, Colorless. 
knock out your opponent's active Pokemon. If your opponent's active Pokemon is knocked out in this way, this Pokemon does 200 damage to itself. So it's got 230 HP, so you're down to 30 HP, so you're obviously a very soft target. You're 10 more than Medicham V, though, so uh, that at least is a plus. Yeah, and you can also recover it with um, the tool, the... um, um, Emergent Jelly? Emergency Jelly, yeah. Yes, I, I I knew I was wrong, but I knew I was close, and... I figured yeah. you'd, you'd, you'd pick me up there. So thank you. You did. Um, so that's not bad. Um, I was watching uh, Wasi on his thing. He said, oh, maybe you can pull it off turn one with Dark Patch. And you do have Dark Patch, but you hitting two Dark Patches because that only accelerates one and a, and a Switch card is highly unlikely. But obviously. Yeah, there is that new um, item coming 151, I believe, that was like a coin flip. Uh, it accelerates, yes. I, I think, mm-hmm. which could be used. Right. Now, the lightning ones, though, like Maridon and such that have electric generator, that's much more, much better, right? You, one, one item gives you a decent chance of getting all your energy. You, you need that turn. But, uh, the, the, but it's a strong attack. And also late game, too, would be really great to have it to close things out. Uh, to knock out any Pokemon is, is quite nice. And then Calamity Storm for, again, Dark Dark Colorless does 100 damage. Uh, plus, you may discard a stadium in play if you do this attack does... 120 more, so you're doing 220 for three, um, and that's a good a good number too. Um, you, and not... these attacks are the same cost, which is interesting. That's pretty mm-hmm. rare. Um, yes. That means that it's a it's a, it's a bit versatile as well. Um, generally, obviously, you'd use Calamity Storm if you can get the KO with that. Yep. Otherwise, you'd possibly use French, uh, Frenzy Gouging. So um, I think this one's like cool as well. It is mm-hmm. not. It doesn't scream new mechanic to me, but it's an interesting card. Right. I mean, it, right. It really doesn't. Yeah, it's not a new mechanic. It's, I mean, it's an ancient, uh, whatever, trait or whatever it is. Ancient, ancient. Ancient trait's a different thing. It's just ancient? Yep. Okay. Um, uh, it's, and it's, I'll go through the next ones. The, the one thing I'll say, well, I, like as you said, the energy costs are the same, which is unusual. So it's really designed that both attacks are kind of potentially the number one attack. Um, the one thing is, if you've been damaged already by 30 or more damage, and you do Frenzied Gouging, you will knock yourself out. It's not reduce your HP till it's 30, but you do 200 damage to itself. So, um, yeah. So if you're seeking up against it, if you can get 30 damage on it, they they will knock themselves out if they use the attack. Yeah, so that, that's yep, cool. Um, mm-hmm. And let's see. Uh, so I'll look at the uh, future ones. Um, and I'm not going to go too in detail on them, but uh, so we got Iron Bundle, which is like Deli Bird. Its ability here, it has 100 HP, Water, Lightning Week, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, but then its ability here, Hyper Blower, once in a turn, if it's on the if this Pokemon is on the bench, you may um, switch out your opponent's active to the bench, send it to the bench, um, and then and they choose the new active, so it's kind of like a rope. And then discard mm-hmm. Iron Bundle from your discard or from the bench. So that's nice because um, it it gets itself out of play. Um, yeah. It's similar to the, to the Fionn from the, the theme deck, right? Uh, yeah, it's But very that went into that. the deck, which was actually slightly better. But it, yeah. It, and this is 100 HP, so you can't recover it with Rescue Carry, which would be nice, yeah, too. Using all the things I said in my video earlier. I, and uh, yeah. I apologize, um, but. Um, no, you're, 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 you're just that good. Uh, and you're that good, too, obviously. We're both that good. Yeah. It's a very and nice I'll, card. Yeah. You, I'll skip the attack here. It's, it's whatever. <laughs> Um, 
I don't think we just spent too long on these. Uh, no, I mean, we I, iron... I, well, I'll just say Iron Bundle is a card that can go in a lot of decks as like a one of or something, right? Just for that ability, yeah. you can leave it on, and you can put it on the bench and wait till you need it. So it's it's quite quite nice. Yeah, and without scoop of that, not needing to take up the bench space, I think is really nice because a card like Halucha right now is. Um, like compared to yeah. Glaring Zigzagoon, saw a lot of play in a v wide variety of decks. Um, right. And Halucha has not. Uh, debatably, its ability is worse, but I'm not so sure about that. But the, the big issue is that you just can't get it out of play. Right. I mean, right. You have to use a supporter if you want to get out of play, I think. And that's pretty yeah, and much... people do that sometimes, but it, it hurts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that shows how difficult the situation is. Yeah, uh, and then the next one here is Iron Moth, uh, which is the Volcarona future form. So both um, both Donphan and Volcarona have both past and future forms. Uh, Donphan got the two EXs, Iron Treasure and Great Tusk. Mm -hmm. Those were kind of the mascots uh, of the Paradox Pokemon. But then Iron Moth, there is no... Um, is it, I think it might be Slitherwing is the past form. Uh, and that we don't have a card for yet. Okay. Uh, but presumably we'll get it. Um, but then it's interesting one here. Uh, Thermal Reactor. When this Pokemon moves from your bench to the active, you may move Fire Energy to it. Then its attack here is not that good. So I think Iron Moth's like pretty much a throwaway Pokemon, uh, unfortunately, because its ability is like the same as Armourage as well. So it's kind of redundant there. Yeah. I mean, unless there's some reason to get energy on this so you can and then you Thornton to something else. But, I, I mean, that seems pretty awkward. There's probably better options yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, anyway, and then we have the uh, the, the EX, the future EX, Iron Valiant here EX, uh, yeah. which is uh, the one that's based off of two Pokemon. Uh, arguably, Slytherin is also based off two Pokemon. But okay. um, Iron Valiant, based on Guard Rogalade, it's an EX, 220 HP. Uh, its ability, I don't know how to say this. I said it's Tachyon Bits. I think that so. Tachyon bits, okay. Um, and then it has its ability says when you move this from the bench to the active, um, put two damage counters on one of your opponent's Pokemon. This is really good. Um, it does have two retreat, which means it's yeah. a tiny bit awkward, but uh, and it does two twenty for three, which is whatever. Um, but this is amazing. Like Intellion, Chilling Rain Intellion was pretty all right. Um, it didn't see play just on its yeah. own, but it was a great addition to the engine. Um, I think this is very strong. I mean, the fact, though, that it's the moving to the to the active, right, from the bench, and that, that's awkward. So I, I'm not sure how much it's going to be actually useful unless there's, you know, is there going to be a stadium like with a rapid strike to help give you some free switching or something? Otherwise, if you have to have a switch card in hand every turn, it's going to be awkward. I, I, I'm not going to see it in i don't think i see it very often personally uh, i think it could be good in lost zone because it, it gets extra damage into play and then also it does um you can attack with it with if you're playing like radio ninja and sableye you can do more psych energies to attack i think it's okay it's it's not amazing yeah the attack switch there yeah the attack's okay if there's something to help with the with the switching then i think it becomes even better that's that's my where I'm yeah at right now. um it's it's a great like if you could give it for your tree it's an amazing pivot right so um, right, and and don't forget expanded. Um, you can scoop up Netta too as well. So yeah, that's that's quite good. Um, at that point, you could just play Holucha as well. It, it depends what you're doing. Um, right yeah. here, you can hit the active, and it's on one Pokemon. Holucha hits two, and not the active. Right, ten to two. Uh, yeah. So mm -hmm. it's depending what you need. It's yeah. better, probably. Um, and then there are a few other cards that got revealed. Um, so there are some articles on Poke Beach. I think you might be on Poke Beach, but there's one. Um, uh, I think it talks about, yeah, there are a few cards. I think you, I don't think you've seen these cards, right? Have you seen no, any of them? No, So go ahead. So 
Um, let's see. There's the first one about Terra Garchomp. The Garchomp EX, its first attack is 160 for one fighting, and then you can accelerate. Um, so just look at it. Look at the first attack and read it out for everyone. Uh, now I have, I have to go find that. I have to go find the article. I, I you didn't tell the me Garchomp get... one. Uh, what's what's Terra the what's Garchomp. is that on? It's, what's, it's right what's there. The, it's the row below. Is it? Oh, I didn't think it was on here. What? Yeah, the Terra Garchomp, Bombardier. You mean, and, you, mean you want me to Terra. click? Uh, no, no. You want me to click this li- one of these links to what? Yeah. Because then it goes to the A specs next. But is it the eight, the Flash, the Ancient Rowan Future Flash set? Is that what I'm supposed to click on? Yeah. Oh, do, do you want to talk about A specs? I guess we should talk about A specs. I mean, I, I just. Okay. I'll talk about A specs. Um, so A specs are returning. Uh, if you don't know, they are. Well, they were item cards, um, but you could only play one A spec in your deck, kind of like Radiant Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they're returning, but we don't know how they're returning. They might, I, I'm presumably they're not just going to be items, uh, because they could also be tools, but now tools aren't items anymore. Uh, so we're getting them back. I don't know if we're getting reprints. Uh, we essentially know nothing about it. Um, right. but yeah. Right. We, well, well, we know A specs from before, and we assume the mechanics the same, right? A specs, you can only. But in some ways, they're definitely different because of the tool and item change. Um, they can't be like before; they were all items, and now they're not all going to be items. So, well, uh, they could be items. Well, they could all be items and no tools. Right. I um, don't. Right. Before, there's a mixture of there were some were tools, some were tools, some were items, and tools were items, but none of them were supporters. I think we're gonna get. None of them yeah, were stadiums. They're only trainers. Although the one thing to tie up missing live too with this is in live the A specs you had to find them under um, Pokemon. They did fix them to put them under trainers, trainers, which is good. It may be because they got some attention because they were coming back. I don't know. Yeah, they might. They they're probably working on them now. I I guess. Uh, maybe hopefully probably yeah. not actually but at maybe. least thinking about how to do it but but the but the important thing and which i'm pretty sure is not changing yeah, they're like we need to do some work at all we need to do something all right let's get to the thing that i think actually matters for a specs because not everyone knows what a specs are right you think well, you can play one of them there oh you can oh, only play can one in your deck you can only yeah, i said that did you but only one a spec in total right unlike the radiant yeah. pokemon you can only it's kind of like no, the they Radi- are like radiant they're, they're, yeah. they're like the radiant pokemon only one in total a spec so um it's like that um and like and if you remember the a specs before there were really were two really super strong a specs that were used most of the time and the others are usually forgotten it may be something similar i don't i'm assuming they won't give something as busted as computer search is in the game, but we'll find out. Yeah, or they'll bring the other ones up to that level. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I prefer it if there's a, cho- a, a legitimate choice of what people want to play rather than one being used almost all the time. It's just less yeah, interesting. Yeah, definitely. With, with Radiance, it's not um, particularly close. Right, it's Radiant Greninja or maybe um, Radiant Charizard and then a few others yeah. in, in, in niche situations. Yeah. Yep. Um, but so I'll, I'll read. So uh, there's an article with this Terra Garchomp EX, Terra yep, Frost last EX. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Terra Garchomp, just read the first attack there. Um, the second attack's not that good. All right. So for one fighting, a Hydro Lander, 160 damage, attach up to three fighting energy from your discard pile to your bench Pokemon any way you like. So that. And this is a stage two water uh, EX, by the way. Garchomp EX. Right. So. The other Pokemon evolves from our waters. 
or, or, or no, they're, no, they're fighting. Fi- they'd they're be fighting, fighting, yeah. So it's in yeah, a fighting, fighting deck, up. really. But it gives you the different types. So that's 160 for one energy, super good. It's, it's pretty good, anyway. And then um, attach three energies to, to your, any way you like to your bench. It's very good, too. It doesn't have to go on one. So that's a very nice attack. It's a stage two. That's that's the tricky part. Yeah, but I just figured that one is probably the strongest of all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, let's see, there's the... Um, and then there's this other one. There's the TMs, the technical machines. So I think you'd be very interested in those as well. Okay, what do we have? We have two of these. So um, let's see. Yep. Te- technical machine energy turbo, which is a... T- uh, these are both tools. Attach this card when you're poking a play. That Pokemon can use this card's attack instead of its own, so, and then you discard this card at the end of your turn. So that means, is that only if you use the attack, or do you always discard it? No, you always, you always discard it, I believe. Okay, that, that's, yeah, because it's not an effect of the attack. It's, it's at the top of the text above the attack. Yep. So this first attack, for one colorless energy, search your deck for up to two basic energy cards and attach them to your bench Pokemon any way you would like. <sighs> That's pretty solid, I think. It is. I mean, you're using up your attack for the turn, and uh, and you need a tool to it's pull like it Arceus, off. It's like Arceus, right? It's like, it's like Arceus. Um, it's Arceus, except Arvin... it's one less energy, and it's not doing any damage. But it's cheaper. It's cheaper. Well, Arceus V, though. Like, uh, it's cheaper, and it's you can yeah. put this in anything. I think I think Arvin might okay. start to get good. Um, and this is interesting. But I think, and then look at the next one. Okay. I mean, it's, interesting. it's interesting. I don't know how good it will be in general. But, okay, so let's see. So... T- in this next one, Technical Machine Sneak Attack. All right, sounding interesting here. So for three colorless, uh, Sneak Attack, this attack does 100 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon with any damage counters on it. Um, it's Again, okay. it's okay. It's techable. Yeah. I mean, it's you have to have three energy, life. which you're not always going to want to have. They're any type of energy. So w- with both of these tools, it can go on any Pokemon, right? There's not a restriction to stage or type or anything, I don't believe. Yeah, and I think that's what makes them really interesting and, to, and the, to me. Yeah, and the t- uh, costs are colorless. So it's a, these are considerations for any deck to get, um, like the scrolls, but those were only for Rapid Strike. So it's kind of like that, but for any Pokemon you want. So, yeah, I mean, it's nice having that option. Yeah, uh, and then there's another article. Um, I'll just read the tool, though. Uh, this is in the article about Bombardier EX and some other stuff, but um, there's a t- Pokemon tool here called Gorgeous Mantle. Um, uh-huh. Again, it kind of looks like Cape of Toughness, those, those cards that are capes, but they look like hats. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Um, yeah, cape, it didn't look like a cape, yes. Yeah. Are you seeing it right now? It, it's like a blue. I, I am not. Cape. Okay, no, well, just, it looks like a I hat. don't know where the article is, so. Um, it's just right next to just, it. Just, um, we're a podcast okay. too, so let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. we should say um, it. Okay. Let's show them with words. Yeah. Um, so if this the so it can it has to be attached to a non rule box. It can be attached to a rule box, but it won't do anything. But mm-hmm. then it says uh, you get a hundred more HP, um, and this can be attached to any non rule box like one, uh, which is insane. Except obviously there's a downside. Um, and when it gets KO'd, your opponent takes one more prize card. Wow, okay. So essentially, it's like the reverse of, like, Island Challenge Amulet, a Hero's Medallion, which turn, which essentially turned a rule box into a non-rule box. This turns a non-rule box into a rule box, which is interesting. Right. I so, mean, the old cards reduced the HP by 100, right? And then you gave up one yeah. less prize. So it's, yeah, it's yes, kind of the, the exact opposite. Can't be on a rule box, but it kind of makes it into a rule box. Um, hmm. Okay, so it's, a, it's it's a weird card, but I think it's it's a fun card as well. Yeah, so that's interesting to think about. What non-rule box? Obviously, you're gonna want on something that's tanky to start with to make it super tanky. I assume. 
Uh, yeah, I think so. You could do Orthworm to mm -hmm. give it up to um, 330 HP. <laughs> and that, that's pretty big. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's interesting. Wailord as well to give it up to 330 HP. Um, right. I think this one's this is a fun one. Yeah, and, and Stage 2 is obviously evolutions that could go on. And we do have Pidgeot EX, so that may make evolution decks a little more viable. So... Okay. Yeah. Oh, and also I was thinking you could stick this on a so th there's like the the um the Screamtail, which is a basic single prizer that has like 90 HP, but then you can buff up to 190 to do a massive amount of snipe there. Uh, and then also you could stick this on actually an evolution, like say or like a a, a pre-evolution like mm -hmm. Ralts or Curlia, and then they evolve that into Guard Vote EX. Then the tool doesn't do anything, but it means that your Ralts and Curlia will survive until you get to the Guard Vote EX, which is an interesting concept. I don't know if it would be good. Right, and like the 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 card we mentioned earlier, um, you know, like with Gardevoir decks, you can put it on your non-rule box, including um, what like the Galate or, or something, um, yeah, or Gardevoir itself. Right, Gardevoir, and you could pile on the energies, right, and do big damage with that. Or what's it, what's it, the Drift Loon or whatever that does that too, and in that new Pokemon, yeah. things like that, um, can really pile yeah, but up. But then they will the go down for two prizes, which isn't great, because um, cool. at that point you could just use like Zacian V. So. Right, right, and because you're piling up the damage, your Pokemon, your HP is actually less when your turn ends. Yeah, uh, but I think that those were some interesting tools mm -hmm. to talk about. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. That's about it for new card reveals. Um, oh, the next worlds, I'll, I'll just say this. Okay. It's going to be in Honolulu, yes. uh, so that's interesting. I, I, Let's see, I'm looking at this list. Um, and it has not, it's been in Kona, Hawaii. I don't know where that is. Um, it's been in Hawaii before, but not there. Yeah. Oh, it's been there three times. Well, it's not there this year. Um, I thought it was at Honolulu before, but apparently not. But that's cool, I okay. suppose. Um, obviously, it's a bit awkward for people to get to. Um, it, it makes it probably expensive for almost everybody in the world, I suspect. Yeah, but so. it's equal. It's relatively equal. Um, so that's Ooh, fine. Right. Because, great. A lot of times, it, it makes it's unsurprising it's back in North America. You know, either the U.S. Yeah. or Canada, because it had it had obviously been there a, a lot. It's not been there for two years, so it seemed likely to swing back here. You know, unless they actually were going to take it to Latin America and hit the fourth major region, but um, that's harder for a lot of yeah. people. So that it, it you know not surprising they didn't want to go there. Yeah, uh, and then and then the world's promo is also different this year. It's um, I don't remember what yeah. it is, but it's not no. Champions Festival. It like decreases retreat of Psyduck or something. It's pretty bad. Um, yeah. So they're clearly trying to make it bad. That's what they're trying to do with Champions Festival, and then it became almost playable. Or it became playable right. um, or viable, I should say, not playable because you can't really get it. But um, and then so they decided to make it worse again, which is so it is now very clear that they want the card to be bad, which is understandable. But um, arguably, it should just be like a reprint of the card, an alternate art. I would like that. I mean, I think it would still have value for collectors because that should be what it is. It shouldn't to me. People that qualify worlds, that's good. You you made the effort. They're entitled to reward, but I think they shouldn't get an actual gameplay advantage, which is kind of what happens. They get a card that the rest of the world doesn't get to play. You can't really uh, uh, get them, or Pokemon should sell them, or, or if yeah. you can't craft them in, uh, on live and such. So, uh, or they just should, yeah, or they should just be non-playable cards, just collectibles. Yeah. But anyway, mm -hmm. they they've, yeah, yeah they they pulled back to something less useful, which makes sense.
yeah. Uh, now you want to go over the the big thing, uh, your Worlds. your your gloating moment as well. Well, we uh, that implies that I win, but we we don't know, right? The audience doesn't know what happened. They don't know. Well, I'm, no, actually they do know because everyone. Uh, la- I think was it the last episode we uploaded? I, I'm not sure. The one before, we uh, we did a a draft for worlds for the for the of decks that we thought would we would win. We total total of 20 decks and all 10 each and i'm sure everyone that listened to that took notes wrote down our choices they've now checked the world's results that are out and they know who won but for the the one or two people that didn't do that we want to let them know right so um, right now the top 16 decks are out we're scoring off the top eight top eight um yeah which is top cut right which is the top cut um the decks aren't overly exciting I would say. Do you want to talk well, we about We don't have the list. We have the list of the top two. I looked at the first place list. Um, so I'll say uh, one, uh, UV Max one. UV yes. Max with Miloetta. Um, yeah, and then second yeah, place. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it was Gardevoir. I took a glance at this list and it looked pretty generic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a few cards, like copies of things that were a bit off normal, but pretty, pretty normal here. Um, yeah. And then should we just, go, should I just go down the list of what, how it went? went? Well, do we want to work through our results or talk about some of the decks that didn't um, in not in top eight? I think we should just talk about. Um, I think let's talk about how we did in our draft. Okay, so let's. T- I want to let's talk about the five through eight decks, place decks, because we get one point for the for decks that finish there, and then then more points is did better. So in the five through eight category, we have a fusion mu deck. And I think let's say the player. So I'll, I'll attempt to say the yes. player. So fifth place, uh, t- fifth, uh, although I don't really know if the, the order doesn't matter. Five through eight, you get the same prize. In terms of for us, point. yes, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and, and for them as well, I believe in terms of prizes, I believe it is the same. Um, I could be wrong it, on it that. It could though. be. I don't know. Um, but Dionysus Lee, yeah, running uh, Fusion Mew, uh, which you had. Yes, you, you I had Fusion Mew, which which was good. F- there was a lot of Mew showed up at it in the, the top 16, more than... I would have expected, and a lot or less Arceus specifically, to, specifically top eight. But even top sixteen, which we see, right? It it, it showed up decently, and in top yeah. eight in particular, and Arceus really didn't show up much at all. That I don't see. I don't see any Arceus here. Um, I don't not in top eight. And I don't think even was there top sixteen. No, doesn't look like we it. don't we, have. The, we don't know the list. Right, I, imagine, have, I wouldn't be shocked if the Chin Pao list ran in Arceus. Um, right, so I might have teched like in Arceus, but I thought Arceus was well positioned to do well. I gotta yeah, say, yeah, I think it was. I think people just didn't play it as much. Yeah, maybe so. I could be wrong though. Um, and then six, we got Victor Manuel Garcia Montez. Is mm-hmm. that it? That could be. Could be. Um, yep. Running uh, Gardevoir. So yeah, um, we don't know what Gardevoir list it is, but presumably it doesn't play Mewtwo. If it does, um, well, I got Gardevoir. Right. So, None um, of us had uh, Mewtwo. Uh, Gardevoir, yeah, yeah, right. Meet you via union, uh, correct? That's what you mean by that? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so uh, that's a point for me and a point for you at this point. Yeah, and the next is Sochi Sato, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So that's um, they played Lost Zone Box, which is my deck. Right. Um, again, this it's a bit confusing how they we need to see the list, but um, that, I, I got that deck. In my opinion, it was the best deck. Um, now the one thing. Hard... Go on. Uh, no, you can. I, I would say it's a little hard to play, but I mean, these are the best players in the world, or some of the right. best, not necessarily the best, because. But 
Well, I, I mean, if you finish top eight at Worlds, you're certainly one of the best. At least you're at good, the but you're, I mean, mo- most player. most of the players just play online, so like it doesn't matter as much. Like, you know, you do need like ten thousand dollars a year to just like spend on whatever. You, to you play, need money, um, and you need you time to, and and the time to do it too. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. The one thing is, which, yes, uh, you, you get the point for that because you pick Lost Zone Box. We don't have the list, though, and, and Limitless for the IRL decks classifies them differently. Um, I, the Arc, uh, Lost Zone Charizard is, is a different deck, at least for online tournaments, and I don't know if it played a Charizard or not. So, But, would, but, would, but we're giving you the point here. Yeah, uh, and then the next one here, uh, Pang Kai Hing uh, played Giratina Lost Box, which was your pick as well. So we're at two and two. Right. So we're two and two after, um, right, the first round of Top Cut. So we we did get points for every deck. So we, you know, but we took 20, 20 decks all together. So there was a good chance. Yeah. It would have to be a really rogue deck for it. Well, ninth, ninth wasn't. I don't think either of us picked the ninth place deck. No, I did. Oh no, you did. I picked. Did. Oh, I'm, I'm a hater. And, and in fact, I, I was so good on top of things. I said Palkia would be the ninth best deck overall, and it finished ninth place. So, I mean, you those... are very impressed. Wait, I thought you said that after Palkia finished ninth. Oh wait, no, you chose it ninth. Well, I, I chose it fourteenth in our draft because the alternating between us. But on my list of, I've listed twenty decks. Ah. I ranked them, and it was ninth. I thought. Overall. Very impressive. Yeah, I thought it was a strong deck. Look, I thought there were eight decks that would see the most play. I thought this was the strongest of the decks outside of the big eight to me. And and I'm I'm pleased to see it, it finished there. And I, I yeah, and I've seen it, it plays like Chen Pao. It's not Pax Caliber. I'm sure many of you have seen the Palkia mm-hmm. deck. It like popped off yeah. recently. I for some reason. Um yeah, okay. I'll I'll move on to the third and fourth. Right. Um so we have Michael Pramawat who played Giratina Lost Zone, which is your deck. So you get two points for that. Uh two points for top mm-hmm. uh four. And then Azul yes. Garcia Griego, um, who we're gonna talk about a little more later, I think. Um, finished uh and tied for third, fourth place here with Fusion Strike Mew Vmax. You get two more points for that. Yeah. So now um, I so I'm, I'm racking it up now. Six points to two points for you going into the final gate match, which occurred on Sunday, if we were following along with things. Um, uh, you know, I, think it, I think it was on Saturday. I think it... I, th- I think. No, I, I'm pretty I think it sure... In, in Japan it was on Saturday? It, no, I'm pretty sure it was Sunday because I think the dateline is... Sure. is I, I'm fairly sure. Maybe. Maybe it, it, it I don't happened know. In, in in North America. It happened when you were probably sleeping on Saturday night. That that's yeah. when it was um, out there. But and they do the final match round for all of the different games, all three groups of the TCG, as well as the the video game and Go and um. There's a fourth one, right? It might be Unite. Oh, Unite. I think, I think it was Unite. Yeah, I assume they had a final. I'm not sure if that was a showcase or an actual competition, but um, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I'm up so second place here. Yeah, but, well, wait. So, so, so the question is, I'm up six two. Um, we we both have we picked the top two decks between us, and I picked one, and you picked the other. I, I, people already know I picked Fusion Strike Mew, and people already know you picked Gardevoir. So, if and I have this, this is the question I'm going to pose to you. So, if Mew wins, I'm ahead. And I picked Mew, so I would just win in, in a route if that's the case. Yeah. The other, but if if um, Gardevoir 
wins, then we end up tied for points. We'd end up tied, I think, at uh, whatever it is, 10-10 each or something. Yeah. Yeah, so then we'll, we'll, the tiebreaker well, will be the 10th place stack. <laughs> not the ninth place deck, of, of no, course. No, not the ninth place deck. That'd be crazy. No, well, uh, probably so, the yes, winning obviously. deck would be the tiebreaker, and you'd get the tiebreaker. I think. But here's the thing. This is a question I really want to ask you, though, if you want to know. You said if Gardevoir wins the Worlds, you would eat the deck, the IRL yeah. physical deck. So, I so I was before this happened, did you want Gardevoir to win so you would win our competition? Or do you want Mew to win so you didn't have to win Gardevoir? Um, yeah, Gardevoir. I kind of want Mew to win. I kind of want Mew to win. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So and it did. Yeah, Mew and won. And you got your um, wish. Mew won. Yeah. Um, so uh, Tord Skelly. came up short. Yeah, Tord Rackliv played Gardevoir, and we actually have the list. They're, they're boring. I'm nothing. Not they're, like they're pretty straightforward boring, lists, is what what yeah. I would say, right? And and they um, were very good yeah. lists. So I mean, there's no no criticism yeah. of them. Um. Yeah. And Vance um, Kelly won, uh, yep, with Fusion Mew. Yeah, uh, and so I lost. So, yep, you uh, lost. Thing. I, I 14 to 6 is the final score, so it wasn't even close. I mean, the, the, you get, like, a lot of points for the first place deck. Well, as I should. I mean, are you complaining yeah, no. about the structure now? Is that is that what we're no, at? No, no, it's fair. Yes. I don't think any structure would have saved me, but um, I mean, no. anyway, I mean, so. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the so fact Mew you had, you had more decks in the thing. I mean, oh, in the top uh, eight. Yeah, yeah five I mean, out of the top uh, three. Yeah, I mean, Fusion Mew was three of the top eight in, in one. So that, that put me in, just by that fact alone, I would, almost had it locked up with that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So to, if I, I watched a little bit of the end of it. Um, you, you can watch, find it online on YouTube and replay it. Um, it, it, it came in. They were one-one in the going to the in the last match, and it time ran out, which makes sense. I, I whatever the I don't remember what the time limit is if they get more for final day or not. But um, and then it comes down to who after you 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 finish the the current turn, and then you get three more turns, right? Plus three turns, and then at the end of that, it's who's ahead. If one person wins the game by that point, obviously you win the game. But then otherwise, it's a matter of who's ahead in prizes, and that's what it came down to. Uh, Tord was kind of one card off in his one turn. It, it, and his, he had the he was one card off from knocking out a Mu Max. And since he's a two prize deck, he would have won because they were tied on prizes going into I think Tord's had the second to last turn. So he only got a single prizer knocked out, and he had to have unfortunately Zashin V benched, and that cost him the game and the world championship. Yeah. Uh, so. Um... And then Tor does as he has. Uh, he used to always finish like fourth at events. Now he's moved up to second and a few events. So yes, pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, I always get hyped for the world championship, and then I like watch a few games, and then I get sad, and then I, I'm sad again. So it, it was a bit underwhelming. Um, I was hoping the decks would be a bit cooler, but then let's take a look at the rest of the top sixteen. We see. Mm -hmm. I'll just read the decks that we see. Well, well, the, well, the Mew deck did play Box of Disaster, so you don't. You know that's uh, nice. I did. Whoa. It did. It's crazy. Well, you know, um, um, obviously, yeah, partly fine. partly for the Mew matchup, probably. I mean, for the Gardevoir matchup too, right? Because then you put eight damage counters on the on the, the opponent's attacker, um, depending where it's at. And they die, right? It would knock it. It would, especially if they have a Zashian V. Boom, they'd give up two prizes, probably. Yeah, so, no, it's, it's a solid tech. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting. I mean, he's playing decks though. Um, yeah, so go. So, so you want to talk about the other decks, right? Yes. So rest of the top sixteen, we had Palkia. Which I picked. Um, yeah, Gardevoir, which I picked. Um, 
We have uh, Ersher and Telion. Telion, Telion Ersher, which um, I picked. Yeah. Um, then Louis Archeops. Which um, I picked, right? I don't. I picked yeah, single strike. I, I assume it's single strike. I believe it is, but probably um, right. Doesn't say I'm here, but sure. neither of us picked the colorless build. I picked the single strike build. Yeah, uh, Chin Powbex Caliber, which I picked. Yep. Um, which I don't think was played as much. I think it's very good. I think people sort of played it more. A lot of people were like, "Oh, it's not winning tournaments," but like it wasn't allowed in tournaments, so obviously it wasn't winning. Uh, and then Lost Lost Zone was the 14 and 15. I'm interested in seeing the Lost Zone decks. They might be interesting. I think of right. all the decks, they're the most likely to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 16 is a uh, fusion strike Mew again. Yep. So, I mean, so, nothing too surprising. In, well, the decks no. that did well weren't surprising. The thing that surprises me is our, no, no, Ar- no Arceus at all in the top 16. In, <laughs> yeah, that. that's pretty crazy. Um, I feel like it's a really good, maybe people didn't play it. I'd like to see a distribution of decks I saw on day one and it was like what you'd expect. And I think day two yeah. as well. Um, there's some Arceus, there was some, um, like, Lost Zone, mm-hmm. um, you, Gardevoir, all that stuff. Um, so, I, but uh, that was fine. Oh, and then there was uh, some drama, as there always is. Uh, I believe a bunch of people were disqualified, but I think it was in the video game. Oh. Uh, because of, like, you can, like, cheat, like, using, like, illegal teams. So, obviously, in the video game, like... You can't, you can, or in the TCG, you can't play fake cards, right? Like, you'd obviously get in trouble for that. Um, yeah, you'd, you'd hope you so. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe you won't. But that's not really a thing that happens as far as I know anyways. No. Uh, but in the video game, you can have, like, fake Pokemon, um, kind of, or okay. something. Uh, like, they can be, like, modified in some way. Uh, and you won't necessarily know that they're modified because no. you, like, buy, you get, like, I think you buy Pokemon for the video game or you might like trade i don't know how it works okay but yep. i think a bunch of people uh, i heard that it was i heard a few different sources i know there was one big one on the day one i think it might have been someone said five people that i don't know if that's true that's obviously a bunch um but i think um i don't know like it's a thing in the pokemon and the video game community yeah. i don't know too much about it but because um it's it's awkward to so deal with. and we uh, you might not know it and we'll keep this brief but so in the in the video game you, you have as you play with the pokemon the stats improve right so is there some way that they're paying money to upgrade them rather than playing it or something like that um well no, you don't you don't like play the game to collect all the pokemon Okay. Um, I don't know how it works. Yeah, I haven't. You don't um, know. You and I have only played it very little. Yeah. Um, I know you. Um, there are something called rental teams, which might be what people use. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't like you don't catch all the Pokemon. Okay. You can catch the Pokemon, but you don't have to. Um, but then if you don't catch them, you get them from somewhere else, and you don't know what the other person's done. Um, to those Pokemon, okay. you, they say what they've done, but um, there's some things that aren't allowed. Um, for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Okay. Um, I guess with the upgrading process, right? I guess this must yeah. have to do with. Okay. Um, All right. So, but so no, uh, anyways. So no, we don't know yeah. of any uh, problems with the TCG is, from our standpoint. No, I'm not sure. Um, I didn't really pay that much no. attention, uh, but nothing huge. I'm assuming, but you never know. If it was huge, um, we would have heard it. But 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 stuff may come out this next week. You never know. People like to complain about stuff, so. Yeah, so. people people definitely do. Um. And then let's see anything else. Uh, oh, there's also the fantasy draft thing. Um, right. So we didn't win, I'm assuming. So we both chose Arceus. So yeah. I want to see what the best p- picks would have been. Um, so I have it open. The first thing is a V-Star. Um, and I'm assuming the V-Star you'd want would be Giratina. Right? Um, yeah, that's definitely the V-Star you'd want. That's the only V-Star in the top eight. I believe it's yeah, just top it's eight. It's just top eight, right? 
Um, Let me double. I'm going to look at the thing. It says, um, yeah, just top eight. So, um, yeah, you, you definitely choose yeah, Giratina, which showed up, what, just, yeah, two, two decks at, at least. Uh, There's two Giratina yeah. Lost Zone decks and probably wasn't and then affected anything. VMAX, um, it'd definitely be Mu VMAX. Um, yes, right, which is in three of the top ten decks, so very good there. Yep, and then um, I don't actually know what options there are to choose for all these. Right. Uh, Radiant, I'm assuming Radiant Greninja um, is, is still the right one. Uh, I, as I assume he's so. playing Gardevoir and Lost Zone. Uh, uh, EX would be Gardevoir. Because um, there's definitely. two Gardevoir lists. Uh, um, unless there's some like crazy, like you said, Squawkability. I don't think people claim Squawkability, but it's possible. Right, Squawkability showed up or... Right, I, I probably yeah, it probably is um, what you said. Gardevoir, yeah. Gardevoir, yeah. Um, and then and then V, I don't really know how Pokemon the the V thing works. Um, I don't know if it has to do with the number of things in it or just um, if they played it. Um, mm -hmm. but uh, so I chose like Luminion. I, I think, which is still might like, have. Like, yeah, it might have been Luminion. It could have been, but if it's an account, it would be um probably Genesect, right? Um, I don't remember if Genesect was a choice or not. But, yeah, I don't remember what the choices were. I think Genesect might have been. Um, so Genesect but... was in three three decks, obviously. Yeah, so it'd probably be yeah Genesect, Luminion. Um, it could have been Luminion. Could have been um, one of those two. I don't remember what the choices were. Right. Uh, and then the last one, I I, I don't really remember uh, what the choices were. Oh, the I other th category, right? I think Meloetta was, was a choice. Um, I think it might have I been. Think, I chose Manaphy. Um, Manaphy, which we both chose Manaphy. We don't know about that one. She probably so yeah, showed like up toward in... the, the second place deck played Manaphy. Um, I'm assuming most more played Manaphy than played uh, Miloetta, but if it's based on counts, Miloetta, um, Comfy, if it's based on counts as well, but I don't think it is. Um, there was just so what, probably Manaphy. Uh, how many? Was we had, we had, well, we had three, three, lo three lost some decks, so they all played Comfy. There were three Mew decks, yeah. so they all played Miloetta. I assume, I assume they were all, yeah, they're all Fusion they do, Mew. Yeah, says they're all Fusion Mew. Um, so. And yeah, so so those were either of those were solid choices. Yeah, um, and then we can't see the video ones. I'm sure they're out there somewhere, but we we don't really know, anyways. So right, so yeah, so we did not win the fantasy team contest, but um, yeah. And I, mean, that, I, I it's it's it was interesting though. Um, I guess I, I feel like it. I think it's a really cool idea. Um, and I think now uh, there's the fantasy one last draft. Topic. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully um, but, they keep doing that. Yeah. Um, and then is there anything else you want to talk about? Because I have one last topic. I mean, did you want to talk about what Sander did or, or no? Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that. Yes. Yeah. So well, the, Sander... this is the first thing from Sander. If, if you, I looked at his Twitter because I wanted to see what he played because it's always interesting. He didn't do that great. He, he went 4 2 or 2. It's pretty, pretty solid. Good. But then what um, he did do. Like all the best, but... Right. He said he and his brother got food poisoning. I think it was. was they got sick. I think it said ate something bad. So just be careful. Right, don't make yourself sick. That yeah, especially in other uh, countries, um, they have different food standards, um, and just like the s stomachs are used to different things. Right, you're you, not you used to the bacteria and whatnot they have in in, in their foods and, and waters sometimes. And if you're gonna get sick playing a deck like Sander, a control deck that you're probably going long games, lots of decisions. That's a bad deck to have. No, so he's trying to get in the minds of his, uh, think like his opponents and get sick. Nice. Uh, that's how they feel, right? See, if you're going to get sick, bring Mew, right? Or a deck like that that's a little more straightforward, probably. 
Yeah. It's, it's still um, look. It's still not easy. I'm not insulting it, but uh, you know. I think it's it's like it's pretty decently easy. Right. Um. So it's I mean, it's probably the easiest of any of the next played. I imagine. I uh, in the top eight. I I suspect so. Yeah. Um. And in top sixteen as well. You know, you never know. I wouldn't say Lugia caps is that hard either. But it depends. It can be hard depending on where you're running. Yeah, I mean, what you want to do for most of the decks is straightforward. So when you don't draw well, then, you know, you have tricky choices. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so Sander Vardzik, Vardzik, I, I don't know. Um, it's uh, He's a control player. He's probably the most well-known control player, at yes. least in terms of IRL competitions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he played control at the World Championships. Um, and so I have the list here. Um, it's shown on screen. Uh, I'll just describe it. Um, so it has yeah. two. Uh, I don't know. It's a pretty standard control list, to be honest. It does run a one-one alone. It has Evolutal, Reggie Lucky to recover. So, um, so Evolutal. This is the one for that discards special, special energy, energy yeah. right? For t- a two colorless. Um, okay. So Mimic you to wall. Wait. So what's Reggie Lucky do? Reggie Lucky recovers in a trainer from your discard pile with this attack for one colorless. Okay. Good. Um, it runs Raiding Greninja for draw, which is interesting. It actually runs a high. It runs twelve energies. Um, so we'll get yeah. to four double turbo, four V guard, and then a psychic water, water, and jet energy. Uh, but yep. then you run Mimikyu to wall, um, alone v- Vulpix V star, one, one to wall. Um, you have a Bouffalant to get rid of an energy attached to your opponent's active to, I believe, lost on it. Okay. Um, and it does damage as well. And then you have Rotom V to draw. Um, you also have Diancy, uh, which I guess you just hide behind and use Rotom V. Uh, we could attack Diancy to draw. We don't see his soon heavy ball. Oh, no, we do see his soon heavy ball. Yes, yeah, so you probably go for Rotom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... And there's Espeon VMAX. Yeah, 1-1 one, one Espeon. You couldn't attack. You, you probably don't. Um, to protect. And it then, only plus one Psychic. And then... Uh, and there's Sun, Luxray V. You didn't uh, that. Yo, yeah, What's Luxray that one for? Um, it's a hand disruption card. Okay. And then okay. Sun and Moon Badge, you can, like... I'm surprised there's... Oh, oh, wait, what's it called? A Moon Sun Badge? I don't know. I can't. Um, yeah, anyway, Sun it, uh, What's that one do? I don't remember. Yeah. It, it stops... Um, It might give your... Is this the one that... Yes, it stops gusting on Espeon, which is fine. Okay. Um, yeah. I suppose it makes sense, but only a one with Espeon. It's a little surprising, uh, but it's it's fine. Yeah, just uh, also, not there's only three prizes. Yeah. Only one four seal stone to me is a little bit surprising. I feel like two would have been nice. Uh, although you could attack, actually attack with one Volpix V Star against Mew, but that's still kind of sketchy. Uh, you definitely want to go Evolatil, uh if they're playing the the fusion, which most top lists were. Right. Um, there were some penny aspects. Iono. Um, I mean, when I say penny, it's not like a penny base deck, but it plays Penny as most lists do. Yeah, two, uh, it has penny. four Iono, though. Um, and it also has Flannery and Hammers for energy disruption. Yeah, four, four Hammers, full set of Hammers. Yep, so. yep. Uh, and then you have uh, normal draw stuff, only one boss, Peony, Raihan, Colrus. Um, has Bravery Charm to get your... Um, I don't know. I guess it's just general things to get bigger, um, to be more hard for your opponent to deal with. Yeah. Uh, surprise, no... Well, there's no Mawa Pot Helmet, but I guess that's definitely something you could play around. For, uh, around. Um, it also runs... With Lost Zone with Sableye, right? So Bravery Charm protects you from that, whereas the others, like Pot yeah. Helmet, doesn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you have Lost City here to Lost Zone uh, opponent's certain attacker, which is fine. Uh, yeah. It's useful. Um, this list is complicated, obviously. Um but you know, it's it's not honestly. It's like a normal control list as well. It doesn't go do anything too crazy. Yeah, he so. didn't. He didn't. It's not too 
radical from stuff kind of stuff he's been working on before right yeah i've seen a lot of people run lists like this yeah um but the last thing i want to talk about is um is youtube uh and so obviously Azul, okay, Azul GG, mm-hmm. is one of the biggest Pokemon YouTube channels right now. Um, you know, Pokemon TCG gameplay-based YouTube channels, which is the what you and I are part of, um, right. and then obviously for a lot of people. Um, and he finished fourth, which is good. Yes. Obviously, it's a very good finish. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of strange. So I'm going to actually pull up his channel. Okay, strange strange how? Um, give me a second. Yeah. Uh, so... So it's it's weird because he's a YouTuber um, mm-hmm. and he's also playing competitively, um, which isn't crazy. For example, uh, Wolfie VGC, the biggest um, video and competitive channel, obviously plays competitive uh, and is yes. a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are most the, the YouTubers don't play competitively and they're bigger. Um, the TCG, a lot of them are competitive players, um, which makes it strange because it's weird. Competitive content isn't for most people; it's for some people. But for people who don't really play the game much competitive content is just not the thing you're looking at looking for um but, so but it is though right because the, the, the competitive players still get get the the, the subscribers and the views so it's, it's a well, strange but they don't situation. get as many subscribers as um well there aren't there aren't not competitive channel there are some um but right. there there aren't as many um and the uh it's weird because pokemon is a part of the it's a tcg um but a lot of people collect so if you're like a like um, a casual, you might not play the game at all. Um, right, so then you don't like care about rules. gameplay channels at all. Yeah, um, but then they, they still might watch it, though. So I think there's definitely that niche to be filled, which isn't a niche, it's the main way to do it. And you see someone like Lil Duck Theory kind of mm-hmm. doing that um, in PC Future Radio as well. Um, but then it's weird. And then um, Azul Garcia Grigo, uh, decently at 30,000 uh, subscribers. And then Andrew Mahone with over 100,000 subscribers, a.k.a. Tricky Jim, right. um, who finished, I believe, 23rd. I heard that somewhere. I don't know if that's I know he started correct. off pretty well. So he, he qualified to Worlds, and I think he had a very solid Worlds at least. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then um, these big channels are now essentially not dropping content, but reducing it, um, specifically the Tricky Gym channel. Um, yeah. If you want to play competitively, uh, you can't make you can't make the same level of content. Not that I'm saying my content is like amazing, but um, there are people who make very good content. Um, the Tricky Gym channel made a lot of good content, especially around uh, – I'll bring in GLC here. GLC was a really big thing. GLC has fallen off, and it was riding on Andrew Mahone's shoulders and because he was reducing the amount of content drastically because he just decided to, I guess, play and try to qualify for Worlds and, and did qualify yeah. for Worlds. Um, the content hurt, and, and the format hurt. and um, It's weird because um, – I guess it's just because they like it. Because also, I gotta assume you you'd make more money doing YouTube than um than playing competitively. You you probably don't make money playing the game competitively, right? Well, yeah. I mean, Azul certainly part of his why he has the subscribers is he's he's considered one of the top players, right? I mean that 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 does help his channels too. Uh, yes, but um, uh, but not not completely, right? Like. Correct. It, His videos aren't competitive videos. If he really was, um, the if people really did only love him because he was a top player, um, then he'd make competitive videos. Right? He, he and, makes and, good videos that people like, but you know the fact he's so good IRL his drives it there. The other thing that I heard someone tweet out: Hey, now they can charge more on on Medify for for coaching. I don't, I don't know. For some people, that's a big 
uh, part of their I mean, income, too. It's just, like, such a scam, I feel like. Like, well, it's just, like, you, you could pay money, but it's a game, so you're paying money. And then and then the better you get at the game, I, like, the more, and I've well, experienced this, and I know a lot of people have experienced this, the better you get, the less fun you have. So you pay money to have less fun. Well, look. Um, I, I, and then and then you're just sad. Like I looked at, I was watching the the tournament, and someone just like beat this person, and they just looked like really sad. <laughs> They're just sitting there, like they like hated everything. Well, look, it whether was very like unfortunately, what's emotionally, mentally, and emotionally healthy, obviously, is its own question. But and I, it might have been a bit tongue in cheek, right? But but everybody knows Tord and Azul. They they both made top four between both of them. So you know things can go up. Obviously, doing well. And, and there are people that that's a big part of their income. I do think, though, coaching. Uh, what playing? Coaching is coaching, oh, coaching. is. I yeah, think no, good coaching money would for probably some people, make more. and therefore because well, because playing competitive doesn't really make money. So correct. Um, you so need some way of making money. And I think um, for some people, spend that's it, much bigger but... than YouTube. I think coaching is a decent way to make money if if you're trying to be a Pokemon player. Whether people yeah, should like so. get get coached or not, you know, all that's up to them. Yeah, that is up to them. I, I'd personally. If you recommend to not do it, um, and you can get the you can get like the coaching for free anyways, so it doesn't feel like not necessarily the highest level, but you can get pretty good advice on just YouTube, um, and even like Twitch, um, by by good players, right? So yeah, um, I mean, play the game and pay attention to videos by a mix of people, and you'll you'll improve. I mean, look, if your goal is to I want to qualify for something or I want to like make two fifty six at NAIC this year. It, it, and you have the resources, maybe go ahead and do it. Whether you're going to be happy or overall, you know, that's up to you. Yeah. Uh, and one thing, um, last thing, uh, there's obviously the idea of Pokemon that you want to be the very best. Um, yeah. And if you follow coaching, that can help you get there, but it won't get you all the way there. Um, like, like I don't think you, you're, you're never going to get better than your coach by just following them. Eventually, you need to do that on your own. Um, yeah. And if you're rushing the process... Being a new Pokemon player is probably the most like one of the most the most fun I've ever had because mm -hmm. it, you just experience the game from like a very fun point. Um, yeah. And so I, I don't know. I I think it's but um maybe back to the point of like content creation. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, it's weird with a lot of them playing competitively, um, because like uh I, I don't know to me it, it, it's it's not it's not bad but it's it's strange and uh, these people obviously aren't devoting all their time to it which is um for them it's certainly fine but for the youtube community as a whole um i, I don't know i think we need some youtube I, I i've mentioned this before that um someone will reach a million subscribers eventually um, and that will be a sign that the pokemon tcd game has made it as a, a game not just collectors because there have been right. a lot of collectors who have passed that um but it did past 100k uh Right, on gameplay focused. Yeah, Frosty Caribou and PCG Video also did as well. But they're different, but... Right. Tricky Jim's the one that's exclusively gameplay focused, I would say. Right? Tattoos. I know, but 90%, not 5% plus. It's gameplay's the focus. The only one of those ones you mentioned that has hit those numbers that is truly gameplay focused. Um, yeah. so, and obviously to get to a million, there's only one person at a hundred thousand. So, you know, in the, in the YouTube universe, as you who's slowing, who's barely growing as well. Andrew Hones, I'd say, I wouldn't say it's struggling. Um, but in terms of growth, um, it's not meeting the numbers that, um, I, you'd expect because his, he's backed off content and because a right. lot of people have, 
uh, after COVID, like people picked up content creation during COVID, as did we, um, and then they they dropped it off after COVID. But we obviously we've kept doing it. But um, a lot of people right. like stop there, and then live has heard it because live's bad. BTGO right. wasn't that good as well. If BTGO was better, um, Pokemon would have done better. It did pretty well, but um, it could have done better. And live is not um, right. I mean, Andrew Holman doesn't like to play live. He's, he's said that, so he he, yeah. he doesn't uh, doing IRL stuff for some of it with some fancy cameras, which is fine, but it's still I don't think as easy it could, is enjoyable to watch as the video game as the game right as as live is or PTC Joe. It's just easier to follow I think than trying through a camera based IRL thing. Um, yeah, especially because it's someone else's setup. You don't really uh, if that's the only way you consume content, then it might be very, relatively easy for you to follow. Mm-hmm. But um, because it's um, like most people experience the game through live uh, or you'd experience it yeah. through a variety of different ways. Um, in which case, uh, watching someone's specific tabletop setup will be a bit awkward to follow. Um, and especially with the alternate art, like sometimes you just like these weird arts. Uh, or if they're using like proxies, like you're going to have no right. idea what's going on. All right. And if you have glare, which can happen, then you can't see things. Um, two, two quick things. Um, Part, part of the content, people consumed more content during COVID because the people were sitting around home with time, a lot of people. So, so therefore, yeah. channel growth is slowed down too because the viewership is, is slowed down. And then the other thing, like with Azul in particular, he was do, really doing the content a lot, was struggling some for events. Then he started, when the events were coming up, he would stop making content for a bit. He would started doing better. And now, like for if you look at his channel, he he started slowing down before worlds and stuff. He 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 makes less content before major events. So, content also re- makes it hard to prep for events. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we'll see how it. I I predict that someone. Uh, I predict some new channels are going to step in. Um, okay. I'd like to be one of those those channels that uh that kicks things off and and helps the Pokemon scene. Um, and grow personally as well. I wanna. I I'd love to get um, more more subscribers. Winking. Yeah, if if you find Hashtag. what we're doing, subscribe. <laughs> Pokemon needs to make live better too. I mean that that's a factor. Yeah, I think live's important. Um, the TCG is cool. Like the TCG, um, we if you haven't seen the trailer of the Paradox, we obviously talked about it, but you should check it out. It looks really, it looks cool. It's animated well. It it, it looks like it's made by a multi-billion-dollar franchise, um, which it is. Um, live does not. But um, no. Pokemon, they care. Like they, they care. They like making awesome stuff, and they make a good game. They um, do. And, and the, you it, and I are a little different, and I've, I imagine everyone else who watches, they all, you all have different um, perspectives on Pokemon. Um, but I like it because I like the gameplay, and it's a, it's a good game. I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the gameplay and like the new card design from the is is good. You know, the, the way they design cards, the card card design team is makes a good game, right? It. it kids like it which is what it is but it's still it's it's interesting for adults to play too and that's a, that's a really you know hats off to pokemon for that yeah uh, but i think that's everything um i, I think yeah, we've I'm, said, trying, I'm trying to think i think we've said plenty yeah so um yeah so hopefully you enjoyed the episode again um you can find us here however you're listening to us whether it's on our youtube channels or on a podcast player. You can find the, the podcast on a podcast player if you're not doing that. And if you listen to that, we do have YouTube channels with other content. So check us out. Uh, please like and subscribe, comment. Um, we appreciate that. It helps grow the you channel. You sound so awkward saying that. 
Oh, that's that's what you're supposed to say, but you you seem kind of slow today, so I figured I better jump in uh. and do that. Yeah, see. <laughs> so, um, hopefully, you you know, hopefully, maybe you checked out World and enjoyed it, and uh, have a good week playing some Pokemon. Take care. Yep. See ya.